Hey, I'm Naman. I'm the founder of Reference.com. एक मिनट रुक जाओ रेडी होने दो चलो ये कर लेते हैं Entrepreneurship is more about the journey than the goal and it's essentially a journey of learning about who you are. This episode is a fascinating peek into that journey of self-discovery of Naman Saraugi, the founder of Reference. That's R E F R E N S. Naman started his journey more than a decade and a half back working with Kunal Shah to launch his first startup free charge and he shares some amazing stories about how they built virality for free charge he then went on to work at multiple startups both as an employee and as a founder with each stint adding to his journey of self discovery in 2018 he finally landed on the idea that led to building up reference which is a saas product built for small and mid sized service businesses helping them to get leads send invoices receive payments and manage their business from a single dashboard here's naman telling akshay tat about his amazing decade and a half long journey fir uh, graduation ho gaya abhi i got you know i took up the the job interview for wipro just to make sure that i don't get outcast by all my classmates right ye to apne aap ko bahut bada samajh raha hai but i knew that this is not the place to go right i mean 3 lakh ki naukri kon karega uh then you know i started uh, went back to surat from college okay and uh, started uh, spending some time with dad's business started looking at redif and other places jahan pe e-commerce ho sakta tha right i thought we'll put this whole sari business to online uh and then i decided ki yaar nahi ho raha because it's not working out okay let's start looking for opportunity ab opportunity kaise milegi to blogging karte hain koi na koi aakar ke comment karega aur kuch ho jayega so i wrote uh, so at that time you know again i contacted ashish saying you know will you pay me to blog now this time he said yes and my first article was basically you know i struggling with a mobile recharge to us samay mobi quick hota tha aur recharge itna hota tha and uh, I wrote a long ten-point article. You know, these are the things wrong with MobiQuick and Recharge it now, and this is the opportunity. Then, uh, you know, as expected, somebody commented. This guy was Kunal Shah, saying, uh, "Can we talk?" So, I went to meet him in Bombay. Okay, at that time, the term free charge was not coined. He had an idea saying most people who walk into the mobile store, mobile store, बोल करके एक SR Group का chain होता था उस समय. This was a retail chain. and he has this insight saying 99% of people who come to the mobile store actually come for recharge now if we can divert them to other places this would increase the retail footfall of all other places okay so it was his idea recharge brings in a lot of footfall we have to redirect it to some other place redirect kaise hoga coupons de karke so essentially what we thought is uh, all these uh, groupon clones were bad business model because again these were push right you had to push e- emails to them and if there is a pull mechanism which is a recharge mechanism people come to a site we give them coupons and that translates into retail footfall that was the basic idea and the first condition that i think i told him was here you have to have very good partnerships for this because at onumo we had tried this write a review and we'll give you retail coupons and then you know drive retail footfalls and uh, so he said i've already tied up with mcdonalds what was uh, i mean who was kunal shah at that time kunal shah was the ceo of a bpo owned by the tandon group okay so if you've heard of sandeep tandon lately as the co-founder of recharge okay now tandon group is a very large uh, business family you know very influential uh, and uh, 
they own the first unit of the first SEZ in India. Okay, so you can imagine that way. And uh, and Kunal had grown grown up the ranks. I mean, joined at the lowest position at that organization and grown up the ranks to become the you know CEO of that. Well, well, he joined as a like a telecaller or something like that. He joined as a web designer. I'm told. Okay, so this they had like IT division and a uh, you know a BPO etc. And one fine day, you know, when the company was struggling, he was sent to US to do some business development. He did very well at that and slowly became this MD. Right. So we started working on free charge. Okay. And uh, so what I was doing at free charge was in the last two years, I had read every article about every startup that had been published on the internet. Gigaom, TechCrunch, you know, I used to read about 30, 40 articles, anything and everything. Whatever I had read, I had applied everything to free charge. Or without thinking ki mein fail ho ho ki pass ho ho. So, you know, I would have contacted, you know, say 100 journalists, 20 ne reply kar diya, newspaper mein coverage aagaya, TV mein coverage aagaya. So, you know, no baggage at that time, you know, 21 year old trying to do random stuff. Right. And at that time, I did not realize ki what I had done or what I had achieved. Okay. And, uh, but what was your role? What did you get hired for? Like I get, I got actually hired as a consultant to help Kunal understand the recharge business and how teenagers behave with their mobile recharge. Because 96% of the mobile telecom was recharged, but anybody in a large company only had a postpaid phone, right? Where the company would pay a phone, so they'd never seen what recharge means. I was hired as a consultant to ease out my, my pay. They took me as, a, as on payrolls, okay? But I ended up directly managing technology, product, marketing, and PR. And single-handedly, I didn't, I didn't have anyone. You know? So technology, I had outsourced design, I had the first version. Uh, anything apart from the web design, me and Kunal used to discuss in very detail. And that, again, you know, on the hindsight, I can say most founders in India, at least, do not spend so much time on their product. So on the design of the coupon itself, we would have spent at least 70-80 hours of discussion from the thickness of the paper in which the coupon would be printed to the width of the coupon to you know what does the coupon say the terms and conditions of the coupon why is it a paper coupon and not a digital coupon ha, exactly that's what i wanted to ask you why paper uh, uh, a because mcdonald's did not have a way to redeem digital coupons you know paper coupon can be kept in the cash register as like a solid thing right second you know when we that was a constraint right but that actually added as a benefit because paper coupons can actually be displayed Right. I mean, when I am redeeming my paper coupon on McDonald's, people around me will get curious. Mm, and they'll see free charge. Huh? Right. So if you look at any religion or any any brand, when you say there is a physical marker, right? That coupon was our physical market. A online recharge website has no physical marker. So you don't, you never reach that to that brand, right? So that was our physical marker. People started saying, yeah, koi bhi coupon print kar sakta hai, which was actually true. You could print your own coupon and take it to McDonald's, they'll still accept it. But we then put a we put a hologram on top of it, a 3D hologram, and then everything starts looking authentic. And I'm not sure if you know this, but election commission भी यही करता है। वो एक hologram डाल देते हैं आपके you know ID card पे तो आप सबको लगता है यार ये तो एकदम original है, right? So and we did a lot of those stuff, you know. We actually free charge तो online product था ना, तो वो hard copy coupons distribute कैसे किया आपने? We couriered and that again, there also we thought, so our aim was the redemption rate of the coupon. We thought, so Domino's at that time used to give coupons in newspapers, right? And we randomly KCB coupon cycle mil jata tha. And hence the brand value of, uh, you know, Domino's would get diluted. So at that time for a, for a teenager and, you know, people, early salary guys, right? So 
Pizza Hut was still a, a, a you know aspirational brand, and Domino's was not because Domino's used to give coupons, and that coupon giving thing actually dilutes a brand. So we thought if the coupon is getting redeemed, then it is not diluting, right? Limited coupons and remove redeem more. So our core matrix at Free Charge was the redemption rate of coupons, and uh, so we thought coupons would be couriered. Courier ka cost was 17 rupees tha. We started charging 10 rupees for courier. So other recharge websites at that time used to charge one rupee or one percent as convenience fee because there is not enough arbitrage to be made between the payment gateway fees and the, what your recharge company, telecom companies give you, right? So that was their only revenue. For us, the courier fee did not cover up the courier cost, but that was an investment that the you know the the guy using the site would make, and because he's made a 10 rupees investment on that coupons, he will not throw it away. And we designed the coupons in a way so that you can keep it in your wallet and it would stick out a little, acting as a reminder that I have 50 coupon. Hai. One more thing, we did not say this is a coupon for a free burger. We said this is 50 rupees worth and then the, you know, the fine print said it's free burger. So you can't throw away a 50 rupees thing, right? Almost like a Sodexo coupon. Ah, well, it's like cash equivalent, basically. Yeah. Cash equivalent. So that is, that is what we ended up doing, you know, and we, I think, measured about 100 wallets to come up with the size of the coupons and credit cards, etc. And we had like a definition to it, you know, it has to be a little thinner than credit card, but not as thin as a currency note and, you know, should stick out of the wallet, etc. Right? And I think that was the secret behind that redemption rate. And uh, so free charge launch was a great experience okay? because, you know, I remember going to IIT Bombay. I had a cousin in IIT Bombay studying back then, you know. And I went there to explain people that, you know, recharge as And then I realized that people in IIT Bombay, whatever debit cards they have, that debit card does not have a CBB code because it's not meant for online, you know, stuff. So I used to give them my credit card and they used to do it on my laptop and I used to hand them the coupon then and there. This was, I think, day seven or day eight of launch. Within the next seven days, we had orders from every IIT and every IM in India. So IIT Bombay say wo viral effect turanta, right? And we are talking about, uh, you know, Facebook was just getting popular. We are talking about 2010, right? So not every student was on Facebook, but these IIT guys were because unke seniors Stanford methe and then, you know, that is the first viral thing that I experienced. Okay. And we, we went to various media houses. I think uh, by, in, by month three, we were covered in news, in magazines, newspaper, magazines, TV, uh, rediff.com homepage. So we achieved whatever, you know, coverage you would want to achieve. Every blog in India had covered us, right? Which is basically you sending them cold emails uh, to get them interested. I be I sending them cold emails. So I think I used to read uh, Nikhil Pava of Media Nama. I'm not sure if you know him. But he used to, you know, generally rant saying, yeah, logo ko email likhna nahi aata. When they reach out to journalists, they don't know how to re- write emails. And this is how you should write. You know, very bulleted points and very, you know, to the point thing. And ask what you want. Don't like hit around the bush. I did that. I did that, and I got covered by a lot of people, right? And my total expense five thousand rupees. I did a, a wire release also, but uh, that wire release failed. I mean, we did not get coverage from the wire release. So, uh, and then wrote to ET now. Sudhir Shyal used to run a show called Starting Up, and I wrote to him. He replied, you know, very shockingly. And then we recorded the next week, and we were on on live television, you know, on TV. I think first week of October. August we launched on TV, we are on first week of October. And uh, 30th October, I quit free charge. <laughs> so when free charge was happening, so, you know, on the product side, everything is nice. Okay. But free charge at that time, so India may startup culture. Nahi tha, okay. 
मैंने जो भी ये टेक्रंच वेक्रंच पढ़ रखा था ना आई हैड दिस नोशन की स्टार्टअप कल्चर ऐसा होता है एंड आई वॉज ऑलमोस्ट वर्किंग इन अलो इन फ्री चार्ज राइट सो डिजिटल मार्केटिंग के लिए आई वॉज डिस्कसिंग विद एनी वन पी आर के लिए आई वॉज डिस्कसिंग विद एनी वन टेक्नोलॉजी अगेन आई वॉज डिस्कसिंग विद एनी वन ओके आई हैड द सेल्स साइड ऑफ थिंग वॉज टेकन केयर बाई कुनाल एंड देर वॉज वन मोर आई वॉज वेरी सीनियर एट स्पाइस टेलीकॉम नाउ right and logistics call center partially managed by 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 sales you mean uh, partnerships partnerships with with all these retail companies right but when i'm saying you know today it actually sounds like exaggeration i was directly responsible for technology the digital product uh, marketing and pr okay in in october i think i hired somebody for digital marketing seo make junior guy rakha tha and uh, you know we outsourced the initial development of the website in august just before the launch we hired one developer right so zero to one lakh users in one developer okay and hire karne ke baad mujhe realize hua bande ne sirf windows pe kaam kiya linux pe kaam hi nahi kiya uh, i didn't know how to hire honestly right so but you know so that was that gap was there but uh, you know parallelly there was this company called indie poles that was being built okay so i read about it and they were working on that missed call idea jo maine college days mein try kiya tha and i got fascinated by the qualification of those people okay honestly you know one of the founders was a stanford graduate other was iit am graduate sanjay swami of prime ventures was leading it right so through various means i contacted them and ashish sinha of plug dot in where i was blogging all this while had worked for sanjay swami so there was some connection uh, i think uh, 30th october this is exactly one year after i joined free charge uh, i went to a event in bangalore so free charge was in bombay right and i went to event in bangalore met the zipdial team indipols became zipdial later and uh, you know then again at zipdial i became their first hire okay you know first guy in product and marketing and and zipdial was eventually acquired by twitter zipdial was eventually acquired by twitter and gupshop was a twitter clone so if you look that the whole pura round circle ho gaya right but when zipdial so after i entered zipdial If you like to hear stories of founders then we have tons of great stories from entrepreneurs who have built billion dollar businesses just search for the founder thesis podcast on any audio streaming app like Spotify Ghana Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show Zipdial was B2B trying to do B2C trying to do SME okay uh, today i can be very honest and say ki uh, we couldn't find it we couldn't find our path okay for a temporary moment uh, you know our significant revenue was coming from b2b and it felt like we had become a communication channel for media companies we ran very very large campaigns but once this whole 3g 4g things were coming in uh, we did not have a game there so like uh, uh, these uh, indian idol mein wo hota tha i remember so those were powered by zipdial राहुलांधी so that uh, miss call ke baad then the call would go back to that person where it would play a recording of rahul gandhi okay ha yes yes or it could be sms being triggered or or something right so we've done some very nice campaigns but we couldn't really find that big thing right ki kuch kaise you know how how does 
this actually become like a very large company, right? We couldn't pivot to becoming an app company. We were already in 2014-15. I had left in 2012, but already in 2014-15. But revenue was good. From whatever I heard back, revenue was good. And there is one small incident that happened in, in Zipdial, you know, and again, this will go up to, you know, connecting the dots in the past. So we had this number where if you could give missed call, you would get live cricket score. Okay. And this is because two of our founders were big cricket fans. You know, they just created it for fun. And then this became a thing. One fine day, we got one lakh calls on that number. So the day before we got like hundred calls, the next day we got one lakh calls. We tried to figure out kya hua. And then we realized on SMS Gupshap, somebody had shared our number, saying this is some magical number. You give a missed call on this number and you will get a call back. Uh, you will get an SMS with the latest cricket score, right? We are in 2011, okay? So in, mobile internet, etc., is still not a big thing in most parts of the world, right? So uh, this was like a big thing. There we thought, you know, kusto game hai yaan. you know, sorry. Uh, so uh, we could build up for other things as well, but we started selling this story to media companies. We got very, very popular. We got very popular, but I wouldn't say we would have created like a very large company. Uh, I, uh, I think that the whole thing was surviving because we had very, very hardworking people, right? I mean, uh, and with all the connections possible, right? But, uh, I, and I was getting bored because I came from this internet product, you know, mindset, right? Miracle would telecom product, I didn't know what to do, right? I mean, there's no copywriting to do. There is no other stuff to do. And so I was also managing PR for some time right? Doing uh, technology sales, uh, doing sales for internet companies. So we had this product called ZipDial to verify. The day you, the, like you verify your mobile number through OTPs today, we had this, you know, give a missed call on this number and we'll verify. I was responsible for selling that to internet companies, obviously with the founders, but you know, and that was my first sales experience and I'd sold to every company. So I'd spoken to the technology and product team of Flipkart, Snapdeal, HomeShop18, Mintra, uh, you know, Clear Trip, Make My Trip, you name it. You know, I'd been to every office, you know. And the difference of a good technology company and bad technology companies that started reflecting. So, you know, uh, Snapdeal, uh, I remember a Snapdeal engineer actually, you know, pinged me one day, he said, I don't have code to integrate Zipdial. Can you please get this done, you know, I don't know how to do this, right? I actually got our engineer to write that piece of integration. Whereas Flipkart guys, they had a hundred questions to ask, right? They integrated, both of them integrated eventually. But with good technology team or bad technology team ka difference man us din samjha. I thought, okay, I mean, engineer hai, kari lega, kya problem kya hai? So until then, I did not know, know that, okay? Anyway, so uh, 2012, I was still blogging, okay? Uh, some good things happened. I wrote an article about Flipkart. Sachin Bansal, Benny Bansal called me to meet up. You know, Bini also offered me to join Flipkart, but uh, you know, I did not. Okay. Also, just before I was leaving to leaving to meet Bini, my founder, you know, Zipdial's founder, he said, "You are not going to come back. They are going to offer you a job." And I'm like, "How come I'm not going to come back?" You know, I'm like, "I'm not doing a job in Zipdial. I mean, this is, was my idea somewhere. You know, you own it, but whatever. You know, job ka to koi chance nahi hai, right? Or Marwadi ego chal hai background mein. Right, because I've not seen what job kya hota hai, right? Until this hour, I have not created my resume. Okay. Wo Vipro ke interview ke liye kiya tha, but to thoda sa wo, I don't know, I was high on whatever I'd achieved. I would say that way. Okay. Uh Bini Bansal did offer me a job. Okay. But I said no. No. Like very blunt no. Uh, and uh, I'd met other founders also, spoken to a few other founders also. All through my blogging, right? So I still knew that connection. Yeah. 
you write content on the internet, write insightful content, people will connect you. And this content was not read by a lot of people. So a good article on Next Big What at that time would be read by probably 1,000 people. Like 1,000 was like a big number back then. Okay. And when I'm saying all people, I had spoken to people who run very large porn industries. You know, the, I'm not sure if you've heard of SavitaBhavi.com. That was a very popular porn boom, right? So I've spoken to the founder also there. Right. We were trying to do some ad placement in, in one of the comics where Savita Bhavi would introduce a product of the internet. Right. So uh, some crazy stuff there. Thankfully, we did not do that. Right. The creatives were all done and then we pulled back. Right. This was for a freelance work that I was doing during college days. Okay. That is where this whole, whole thing happened. But the whole point was that I got to meet and talk to a lot of people okay, because of whatever I was blogging and the content I was putting out. And... Uh, then I started working on this idea uh, about uh, mo- uh, you know price comparison on the internet. So I knew that e-commerce was rising. Price comparison was a very you know easy industry to get into. Two developers inside a room could do this and you know earn affiliate revenue. Uh, during my internship days at Onyomo, I learned about a company called Easygo, ixigo.com. Alok Bajpayee, I think he's been on Easygo ka SMS search was being written in our office in Onyomo. I mean, we were trying to integrate that, you know, do a flight search, etc. And Easygo earned through, you know, affiliate revenue. So I always had this thing, yeah, side my project start karte. And during Zimdial days itself, you know, started something called mypriceindia.com, right? Uh, we'll crawl a few sites. So I had written crawlers during my internship days. We'll crawl a few sites, bring up prices of a single phone on one page, and then earn affiliate revenue. So, story What happened is uh, I went to Benin again, okay, saying, you know, I'm working on this startup. Uh, would you, you know, help out or whatever? Not for funding. I just wanted to discuss. He said, don't do it. Bahut chota industry hai. Those industry hai. Zada bada nahi hai. Now, this is 2011. Okay. Flipkart hasn't raised even $20 million. Okay. And I did not understand quantum of money. 250 crores and 2,500 crores were same in my, in my mind. And I, I, I literally thought, yeah, 250 crores is not small, right? And how do you even calculate the size of an industry, right? I mean, something that is growing, how do you put a number to it, right? And he said, don't do it. But sometime around the last of the, uh, that meeting, you know, he ended up saying, Flipkart, uh, right? And I, you know, Again, I, I misunderstood things and, you know, I thought, yeah, on one end he's saying don't do it and other end he's saying do it inside Flipkart. Right? But again, he would always give me a meeting whenever I, you know, I pinged him, you know. So I remember 9 a.m. in Flipkart office multiple times, you know, we would have breakfast together, you know, and again, culture Flipkart And that article that I had written about Flipkart wasn't like an accident or something. Since 2007, I had gone to Flipkart pay, Flipkart's homepage every day. Just to study what's Flipkart in Flipkart. Every page, you know, the collections page, product page, home page, almost every day from 2007-2011. In 2011, one fine day, I wrote this article. And uh, that is where the team called me up. So again, all these were happening through curiosity for the internet, etc. Then I wrote another article on somewhere, you know, uh, anonymously I wrote an article to get a backlink. Because if you backlink, and then uh, somebody from SAF Partners called me up and I'm like, wow, right? And then a 23-year-old walks into a nice five-star hotel to have coffee with this, you know, guy, you know, who's from the VC industry and he pays the bill, obviously, right? And this guy was Mukul Aroda. He's now the partner at SAF. Very nice guy. He tried to explain, Naman galat kar rahe ho. 
छोटा इंडस्ट्री है कुछ नहीं होगा राइट बट सी अंटिल नो मैं कोई अंटिल आई मेट सो बिली वॉज ट्राइंग टू सेल टेल मी डोंट डू इस डोंट डू दिस एंड आई वॉज नॉट देयर फॉर फंडिंग विद बिली राइट मुकुल से मीटिंग के पहले मैंने सोचा भी नहीं था इसको फंडिंग मिलेगी इट वॉज स्टिल वीकेंड प्रोजेक्ट फॉर मी राइट बट मुकुल की मीटिंग के बाद आई ऑलमोस्ट टू गेट लाइक अ पर्सनल चैलेंज कि अब तो इसको हिट करना है राइट देन अगेन आई रोट अनदर आर्टिकल फॉर अ बैक लिंक then vijay shikhar sharma contacted me that's a oh man <laughs> you must be a phenomenal writer nahi theek hai matlab i don't know i don't know matlab i say ki wo andho mein kana raja wala baat hai aaj bhi indian internet pe bahut sare product managers aur startup founders likhte nahi hai right they have a lot of stories to say they don't write they discover i mean they do human change behavior changing stuff right they don't write right aaj credit is such a popular product All we know about credit is through speculations, right? Ye campaign aisa hai because aisa hua hoga. The credit team is not coming out and saying, "See, this is the you know theory behind this, or this is the thesis behind this." True for a lot of products, right? So Vijay and I had met uh, one year earlier at a again Plug dot in ka ek conference hota tha where Plug you know Vijay was a thing. Vijay was a speaker and he'd come and uh, this is 2011. I said uh, and 197 was big. Now and 197 was competing with Zipdial because they also had this cloud cloud telephony product. and ptm had just launched which was competing with free charge okay and i said to vijay you know that aap itne bade ho aap ye kya chhota recharge recharge ke business mein ghuste ho and at that time he said you know this is just a foot in the door i want to create a bank 2011 okay so and uh, i was like yaar kuch bhi bol raha hai ye banda hello <laughs> he it said some big things and i was like yaar nahi okay 2011 he pinged me and i had written those articles anonymously again you know articles were not to get funding or anything okay funding nahi tha mere dimag mein it was a weekend project simple right and all these articles were anonymous i told him you know you already know me you know and then we spoke and he's like if you're in delhi next week or sometime we should catch up i was coincidentally in delhi next week and uh, met vijay we met for 9 hours straight he just come back from china and he's a big uh, you know jack ma fan and he was telling me all these stories from china and that this will happen and that will happen and stuff like that the meeting started at 11 ended at 8 o'clock okay and very nice humble guy showed me around the office introduced me to a lot of people a uh, couple of people he was introducing me to already knew my name okay and that is where it hit me that you know kuch to maine kiya hai life mein okay but abhi bhi main thoda high hu okay fir whatever i had achieved it during free charge i did not realize what i am doing you know something significant is what i am doing uh, After free charge, I think थोड़ा थोड़ा पता चला कि कुछ तो किया है and also because I was not getting to do a lot of stuff in Zipdial. See, difference क्या होता है when you are an early employee, if you work with a solo founder, which was Kunal, you get a lot of freedom, right? And you become the bouncing board by default. So whatever the founder is thinking, you absorb that, right? Good, bad, become the devil's advocate or whatever. In Zipdial, the discussion would happen between three founders, right? So I wasn't part of the thought process. I would not know the end outcome, but I wasn't a part of the uh, thought process, right? So generally, getting bored, you know. And also, this whole cloud telephony versus internet, uh, you know, stuff. So that was also also a disconnect. Anyway, so uh, Vijay, you know, at the end of the meeting, he promised to fund me. Nice, you know. And uh, one month later, I got married. Uh, and two days before the wedding uh, i get a call from vijay's office saying you know uh, some uh, ravi adu somali is in india he is the partner at saf he wants to meet you because like, more like a hygiene check right i mean just to and so one day before the wedding i fly back to bangalore i meet him 
come back i'm like funding to hoi jayega and uh, i get married uh, and uh, you know one month later i don't hear back from from anyone right so uh, and uh, there was no communication at all from anyone from vijay's office i forgotten about them and you know whatever i had this i don't know anger tha ya kya tha disappointment tha whatever you know i never understood what went wrong uh one month later uh, i had written an article about way to sms okay and that was my last article january 2020 me january 2012 me likha tha the founder contacted me the founder was also my client at zipdrive he said i know you are doing something let me know if you need any help and i said funding chahiye right see this is where it will all went wrong i knew that this was a weekend project but because somebody had contacted me it felt like i could raise funds and now i want to raise funds okay so this whole movement was on the hindsight it was wrong okay and this gentleman you know way to sms founder he funded me we started building this up uh i had a co-founder then okay because i had this lack of confidence i would say ki yaar i am not a good enough engineer or honestly internship ke baad kabhi production level code likha nahi tha and i thought you know i need a engineer you know and i need a designer and these should be co-founders because you know you share wealth equally and whatever and i made them equal partners my one of my colleagues at zipdial he knew that i was starting up on the side okay and he said you know you you picked up the wrong partners okay and i'm like doesn't matter you know picked up the wrong partners matlab ya to wo 2% ka partner hota hai ya equal partner hai theek hai wealth doesn't matter to me what i did not realize again is you know the responsibility right you know whatever money has been put it was all me you know putting in the money chota sa kuch server bhi lena hai kuch bhi karna hai all those stuff and what started as a weekend project now had some money in the bank and we started up 2012 september quit my job at zipdial started working on this product and uh, all those again now i am a startup founder right so ab uh, and uh, i started doing all the mistakes that i hadn't learned about right hiring kaise karte hain kyunki maine abhi tak koi hiring nahi kiya life mein right ya even co founder kaise select karte hain right or uh, you know and then everything started मेरे व्हाट काइंड ऑफ मिस्टेक्स वर देयर लाइक कोफाउंडर सिलेक्शन में क्या मिस्टेक हुई कोफाउंडर सिलेक्शन में नॉट वेरी साउंड गाय विद रिस्पेक्ट टू द वर्क दैट ही वाज हायर्ड दैट आई वाज लुकिंग फॉर ओके एज इन आई थॉट ही वुड डू इंजीनियरिंग बट ही स्टार्टेड आउटसोर्सिंग इंजीनियरिंग ओके वेयर आई वाज पेइंग यू नो दिस वाज स्टिल हैपनिंग बट दैट रियलाइजेशन नेवर हिट यू नो आई वाज स्टिल लैक इन कॉन्फिडेंस आई वाज लाइक आई एम न्यू इन बेंगलोर मेरे को अगर ऑफिस भी ढूंढना होगा तो कैसे करूंगा बट एवरीथिंग दैट आई हैड गॉट अ कोफाउंडर फॉर फॉर ऑल द फियर्स I realized at the end of the day I was the guy doing it. You know, hiring me post कैसे डालना है and you know how to find an office for that startup. Everything I ended up doing. So you you got co-founders for the wrong reason. मतलब it was mostly just a fear of unknown because of which you thought के there is safety in numbers and hence you got. A fear of unknown, fear of unknown, yes. Partially, I say I think me and that the co-founder we came up with the idea together. I mean, I had this idea about you know. Uh, price com whatever affiliate revenue and price comparison from PC go days, and but we were discussing multiple ideas and then you know we came up with this idea. I think uh, the startup wasn't doing good, so between September and March, uh, we had lost about seventy percent of the funding that we got. You know, giving salaries to people etc. Uh, a couple of good hires there, okay, not good hires because of my skill or something. I mean, just hardworking people who happened to join me. I think we were in uh, in April he quit. My co-founder he he couldn't handle the pressure or I don't know. I mean, it wasn't going very well, so he quit. And there was one other guy we got from Yahoo. Okay, so this this guy from Zipdial who told that I've got the wrong partners. He introduced me to this guy from Yahoo. Again, you know, 
he was a colleague. See, again, you know, all these stories that I've experienced, I was very influenced by people from good colleges. Because I couldn't get into good college. So this co-founder is from Bits Pilani. Okay. This other guy is from NIT and working for Yahoo. Okay. And Zimbel founders from IIT, IIM and Stanford. Okay. Right. Nothing, nothing wrong with those guys. Nothing wrong with these things. But my point is probably my judgment criteria was overshadowed by that particular thing. And Kunal had pointed me this, you know, when I was, when I resigned from FreeCharge to join Zipdial, he obviously every founder tries to convince you. Okay. But uh, Kunal told me that, you know, uh, maybe you are just carried away by their degrees. And Kunal was a college dropout. Okay. He wears that as a badge now. Okay. Uh, but nothing wrong with, you know, uh, he being a college dropout or anything. I was just too fascinated saying, A, this is an idea that I always wanted to work with, uh, you know, the missed call thing. Right. So, it was a emotional connect tha, without realizing that I had idea in 2008. Mein tha. Now this is 2011 almost, right? The whole economy had changed. And second, the fascination of working with people more qualified. And uh, again, uh, so the co-founder at, at my startup, this was called findyogi.com. He quit. This guy who came from Yahoo, three months later, he quit. Okay. I was left with one engineer. That's all. And a site running. I meet this, uh, you know, V2SMS founder who had invested in us. Were you uh, getting affiliate revenue? Very little. So I think July revenue was 20,000. We were lagging behind, you know, our, we changed our name from My Price India to Find Yogi. So Pura, My Price India was the name, the startup started, that, that weekend project started because I got that domain because, you know, SEO wise, that's a very strong name. I sold some bullshit to myself. Here, price comparison is not the game. Product comparison is the game, you know, and we named it Find Yogi. random logic. So exactly, right? 91 Mobiles was big that back then. Price Baba, a very good friend now. He was also starting up and my smart price was a funded startup from Helion on and Excel. So Mukul Aroda probably contacted me again on the hindsight, I'm guessing because uh, my smart price had just got funded, right? So every, you know, analyst at every VC fund generally gets curious, right? Just go funding. Let's talk to competitors and figure out the market, right? All his advice were bang on small market. You are trying to do too many things, et cetera, et cetera. First quit your job, then start you know, work, thinking about startup, but whatever, you know, you know, maybe I did not know how to take that advice. Right. Abhi, 2012, uh, 13 August, you know, I had some uh, 5 lakh rupees in the bank and I met my investor again. He said, I'll give you 10 lakh rupees more. If you can pull it off, fine. Otherwise, we shut down. Okay. And from there, the turnaround happened. Uh, from 20,000 to 10 lakh, we went every subsequent month, we doubled our revenue. 20,000 to 60, 62, 80. Diwali month, we did 2 lakhs, 4 lakhs, 6 lakhs, 8 lakhs, 10 lakhs. And it continued. And, uh, you know, from there on, we've been profitable throughout. Okay. 2016, uh, we exited that business and uh, to a media company. Okay. Uh, you know, they wanted to build a, you know, a, a advertising system on top of it and all. We exited it to a media company, made some money. Uh, around that time, Zipdial got acquired, FreeCharge got acquired. So FreeCharge and Zipdial's announcement was one week in difference, you know, one week apart. Right. And uh, I felt very bad. Free charge got acquired. I don't know the real numbers. The public number is 2700 crore rupees. Zipdial may had some stake. So Zipdial may had actually bargained my salary, uh, you know, swapped it for, for, for ESOPs. You know, they had already given me ESOPs and for more. Right. And that, that bet turned out well. Made some money, you know, not like a huge sum. Did you make more money through Zipdial or through the sale of Find Yogi? No, through sale of Find Yogi. Zipdial, Zipdial wasn't like a very large acquisition. And I had less than 1%. You know, I'd worked for less than two years there. So, obviously. Uh, 
बट यू नो हैड आई स्टेड देयर प्रोबेबली आई वुड हैव गॉटन इनटू ट्विटर सो वो एक अच्छा गेम होता है यू नो आई गॉट इंस्पायर्ड बाय ट्विटर एंड बैक टू ट्विटर इट वुड हैव बीन अ नाइस थिंग बट अगेन मे बी आई वुडंट हैव गॉट इनटू ट्विटर बिकॉज़ दे वर वेरी स्ट्रिक्ट विद रिस्पेक्ट टू हु दे टेक इन यू नो नॉट एवरी इंडियन एम्प्लॉई गॉट उन Okay, मतलब you saw uh, free charge, uh, you saw zip dial and then comparison में uh. right comparison में and I used to see housing. dot com had launched around that time you know when I was still doing find yogi and you know I was like यार I know every startup on earth right मतलब वो था and the first thing I hear about housing. dot com is this fancy office and Rahul Yadav the founder of housing you know he was on my Facebook because he tried to start a free charge competitor okay and that is how we were connected and you know somehow yeah. and one fine day i see this startup posting fancy photos of their office right and like wow and then i saw tiny owl and these guys were running out of hira nandani and i'm like mujhe shayad startup ke bare mein kuch nahi pata hai right because you know people who are just starting out are starting out of offices in hira nandani uh, kunal had invested in 2015 freecharge got acquired after few months kunal had invested in tiny owl hmm. what what was tiny owl mujhe yaad nahi aa raha tiny owl फ्लिपकार्टिपल so that is where we started moving out and uh, kunal used to call me up sometimes you know during all this time right and he used to say ki yaar galat kar rahe ho kuch to tum galat kar rahe ho right uh, and uh, i realized you know i was carried away with this uh, bangalore circle and bangalore thing bangalore mein na ek hypothetical imagination hai ki india kaisa hai and you know uh, they have their own version of how user behavior is right very if you lately seen photos of indira nagar etc right and you realize there are certain markets that exist in bangalore there are certain markets that exist in indiranagar that does not exist in bangalore and certain markets that exist in bangalore that does not exist in india okay but these especially consumer stuff and they still get funded right because obviously initially they have great numbers to show so uh, again ola and these again were founders so ola i remember i was with bhavesh in one of the nascom events in 2011 november i was a volunteer from zipdial and and bhavesh was there and he was like yaar bahar do taxis khadi hain dekhna abhi main funding leke jaunga is yahan se right wo do taxis hai ye app hai he had like a uh, you know uh, we used to call it i don't know what we called it uh, it was a web app right on, on a web browser right there was a term for that whatever right and he uh, something right and wap bolte the website said and uh, you know he said yaar uh, and we were generally talking uh, and uh, you know oyo's founder was there sorry i forgot his name Uh, ritesh ritesh was there so ritesh was this you know uh, very popular kid in the block you know and uh, uh, i had a friend who used to run a airbnb kind of business uh, and he introduced me to ritesh saying you know he's trying to build something etc and uh, ritesh was still 19 back then bhavish was you know something and you know and uh, i was also influenced by that to start up right this was in 2011 and in zipdial 
and uh, then 13 i had heard of other startups then 14 other startups and 15 major free charge acquisition was then i thought you know i've lost the boat and flipkart was now a unicorn right because uh, you know and i got an offer to join uh, flipkart but i never joined that i'd met the zomato founders also right so sab kuch ho raha tha and i was like ki i got left out okay uh, in 2015 when i made my first money from the zipdial exit to fight this fomo of you know left out right i started investing in startups okay so i had this bombay wala cousin you know iit bombay cousin he had just started up put in a very very small tiny amount of money in his startup and uh, then i uh, started working on another idea i thought subscription business is going to be big and then you know diaper subscription or milk subscription or stuff like that so i was discussing with uh, you know this guy with, whose company just got acquired by big basket can we start together etc and he came from at that moment i was taking very sound decisions right as like i have to select my partners well etc started discussing this idea with him he came from a very strong fmcg background etc we were not still like you know we are not saying we are doing together something but we are still discussing ideas then i said i'll do this you know milk delivery startup milk is a foot in the door and we will deliver more stuff on top of that and the idea again for me it was like you know recharge was a foot in the door and we will do retail coupons in the same way milk is the foot in the door before sleeping people will use our app and before they wake up we'll have a physical delivery at their house that was the idea i tried to hire this guy i had interviewed in zipdial days for an internship i tried say you know you become the operations manager he said i've heard of this idea let's venture pe abhi live idea ab dekh lo right so there was a startup called daily ninja at i think it was 10 pm i looked up delex venture at 10:30 i pinged the founder 11 o'clock at night i spoke to him next day 10:30 i met the other founder in bombay in in bangalore i committed to invest okay small amount this investment wasn't out of fomo i'm like this is an idea that will fly i'm still thinking of this idea these guys already have 200 customers right and uh, akurmaya had already committed taxi for sure founder he just got an exit from ola right so usse bhi thoda confidence aa gaya ki i'm not the only one thinking about this and i invested to committed to invest from uh, yeah so 2016 mein wo and so daily ninja founders introduced me to a restaurant guy uh, again these guys were supplying breakfast on daily ninja okay he said you should meet i met them and because of my dad's experience from the restaurant industry in childhood you know i was like restaurant industry to acha hai and whatever right and i again i think every techie in bangalore wants to start a cafe aur after the north india se aate hain na unko lagta hai yaar yahan khana acha nahi milta mujhe start karna hai and kya hota hai there are some businesses where you can see everything through and through right like there is a kitchen there is somebody cooking there is a billing counter and everything and people think they can start up and i wasn't one of those who thought i'll start a cafe but i thought you know i'll start you know maybe put in some money i discussed this with my father and my brother so we every investment that we've done we've done it like a family you know like a still like a not like an individual decision i think daily ninja was one startup that uh, everybody believed in the family okay and uh, i still can't fathom the outcome you know it got acquired for big basket by big basket not a great financial outcome uh, i you know multiplied my money by a couple of times but you know great i still think it was a very big idea very very efficient idea and you know businesses will come back to it right a daily delivery to your home that carries everything you know from your amazon order to your flipkart order to your grocery everything and it happens in the vrs so that the guy is not stuck in traffic so i still think there is a game for that maybe swiggy will capture that okay so daily ninja computer big basket is also doing it no like ha so big basket exactly so big basket acquired daily ninja and uh, you know that is where it, it started right so the restaurant guy introduced me uh, you know i invested in that restaurant uh, it ultimately shut down because of an accident right 
but uh, you know, nice experience there. Uh, the again, this uh, restaurant guy introduced me to another founder who is now the you know almost a unicorn now. I invested in that also. Now this founders introduced me to another startup. So every founder started introducing, and slowly I, I you know I made about sixteen investments. So you know, sixteen to two thousand sixteen to eighteen, you know, uh, I moved back to Surat. Okay. So, uh, you know, we also had our you know, son born around that time. So uh, we, we knew that, you know, uh, somehow Bangalore is a disconnect. You know, also that I'd seen my downfall in career. I wasn't very, you know, really good about it. I generally thought that Punal was right. Okay. About, uh, you know, having great user insights and, uh, you know, actually understanding a product and user and market. So Bangalore may take ecosystem, right? And eco chamber. Right, Bangalore was like that. Okay, I still remember I was with a very, very you know learned guy, and in 2015 he was telling me that Snapdeal would win the e-commerce game and not Flipkart because Snapdeal is a asset light business, right? And some of fancy words there, you know, everything coming from Valley and people thought you know Valley se kuch bhi aaya to chaliye. Asset light is the thing. India mein koi bhi asset light businesses nahi. Right, right, and. In India, we don't know examples of many assets. Like, I mean, Swiggy really have restaurants running for them, right? And a research lab producing new kind of foods, right? So asset light to patani chala nahi chala India. But, you know, and there were multiple such incidents where I thought, yeah, there is some disconnect. And uh, also for, you know, personal reasons, I just moved, right, to Surat. And uh, so during my Find Yogi days, I one fine day I got contacted by this guy called Mohit Jain. We were connected on Facebook and LinkedIn all this while. Okay. And we'd met in, in high school days, you know, in Kota. So he was from Kota in my coaching class. He'd come one day, we played cricket for some time. And he said, you know, I'm wrapping up my startup. Do you have something for me? And I'm like, equity Okay. And but I'll give you whatever you know you need to you know survive in Bangalore. He asked for a very, very small amount. Then we you know finally gave a little higher amount. Uh, we started taking over every responsibility in the company, right? And uh, Slowly, I think we were then equal partners, right? And when the exit happened, we split the money in that ratio. Saying so he worked for two years for Find Yogi, I worked for four years, uh, and we split the money in that ratio. And and that was right, anyways, you know, because you know, founder, no founder, doesn't matter. Uh, so, 2016 onwards, started consulting few startups, right? And 17, I moved to Surat, and I had this mind here: if I get some money in through consultancy, I can, you know, slowly move to Surat and then figure out what to do. I started working uh, with a lot of startups. So MyGate was one of the startups I was helping and uh, some offline companies, online companies, etc. Then we started slowly realizing this whole market around freelancers and agencies. So I was helping a lot of founders, uh, you know, uh, shortlist agencies for PR, for hiring, etc. We thought there is a gap. We started building and then this whole, you know, reference.com was born. So this was 2018-19 Kaspers. And we started working on this idea. So idea initially was very simple list a lot of agencies on uh, on this platform and we'll start generating leads. What what kind of like service businesses? Yeah, right. So very broad, anything that is a B2B service. So the way we like to see it is if you are a business and you are paying an invoice, you are paying only for two reasons, either procurement of raw material or procurement of service. Okay. Now we want to do everything in procurement of service, logo design towards investment banking, call center hiring, you know, recruiters, everything. Okay. There is some common behavior between them. A, we think it cannot be a vertical platform where it is say a platform only for hiring designers, only for programmers. These will become more of a you know 
like an internally uh, you know subcontracting kind of stuff where an agency gets some work and then they subcontract it to a to a developer if you do a vertical platform it will be more like that if you see what happens on dribble i have not heard of dribble if no. you're a small shop owner you've probably never heard of dribble like a, dribble is for designers right but dribble is where all the designers hang out it's like a upwork uh, like a like a freelance no it's not like upwork no 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 it's not a freelancing platform it's where they showcase their work okay so there are exactly so behance is owned by adobe and dribble is an independent company right so again you know because see you are from the industry never heard of dribble or you know dribble but again it's a popular thing so this is where our thought process was that vertical platforms will not work for end client it has to be horizontal platform you know, when we say vertical platforms it's almost like saying you know urban company for carpenters only right you'll probably need it once in 6 years right or for electricians only once in a year it has to be a horizontal platform to you know justify the frequency of usage and uh, yeah we started building on that uh, today you know we have about uh, 50000 users on that platform well why should a vendor a service provider sign up okay so the initial idea was very simple that we'll give them a listing platform and you know people would sign up and then traffic would come in through seo okay so like uh, free leads yes yes okay like like a india mart india mart but for services ha huh. okay yes. that idea lasted exactly 3 weeks you know launch kiya 500 registrations hue and in the next 2 weeks we realized that nobody is coming back we went back to drawing board we looked at how linkedin did it so linkedin had a similar problem people would sign up and then forget about it for 2 3 years right and linkedin went this whole content way saying you know we'll congratulate your colleague on promotion and congratulate your colleague on work anniversary etc we thought uh, it has to be more tool driven right and we started looking for tools that these these people need and we zeroed in on uh, invoice the, the vendors tools that vendors need okay yes the vendors need right so invoice generation was a tool that everybody needs right whether you are a small logo designer working out of a college if you are servicing a business you must submit an invoice and these people don't look for invoicing software they look for an invoice generator like a pdf generator uh-huh, like a template that they can just fill out uh-huh. yes excel sheet we'll download excel sheet template from the net convert into pdf and send it out we thought we can make it better on the web keep records and send reminders etc so that was version 1 of the product and uh, you know 3 4 months into the product we raised some funding again this funding were from people we known over the years so vijay invested finally and uh, uh, and uh, a couple of more people anupam mittal of shadi.com first check was the micro vc who who was leading it vuning.com founders and park plus founders and others right so a lot of uh, uh, people that i known over the years or you know one guy connected to another and that is how it happened and uh, we started building a small team in bangalore and then pandemic hit so this is 2020 january is when we closed the funding and pandemic hit and we went all remote uh, it's been almost 2 years now So that time when you raised funding, how many vendors did you have? Like uh, about five hundred, five hundred users on the platform in all. I think uh, people were just betting vendors and buyers. No, no, there were no buyers. So what we are only focusing on is the Shopify kind of platform, right? Focusing on giving tools and platform to the sellers, not to the buyers. We are not focused on the buyers, right? I think that's at least one or one or one and a half years away on the platform, right? So just collecting that mass of found of of vendors right now. Uh, I think we are about two years into the journey. Uh, like after the funding, it's been two years. Otherwise, almost three years now. And uh, right now, we are just closing our another round of funding. Seed or a series A? What? Uh, this is no. This is not a series A. This is again uh, like a seed 
mid round and uh, popular founders again joining in uh, and uh, 15 people team right now we and team members mm-hmm. are so from that 500 what is the number today uh, registered base is a little over 1 lakh and uh, active users we, we see about 25 to 30000 active users anytime on the platform and what is the, like what is the value proposition for them so right now it's uh, basically a saas suit uh, saying you need bookkeeping, you need lead management system, and you need CRM system. Okay, some of these tools, large businesses and agencies are already using. Small businesses don't realize that these tools could be helpful for them because they don't even know what a LMS means or what a CRM means. Right? We are building that those tools for them. The ultimate idea is that it will be a Zoho books, Zoho works, right? The, the whole Freshworks and Zoho kind of platform, plus the LinkedIn for freelancers. So it will be a networking platform, and the whole SaaS suit for uh, you know freelancers and freelancers and agencies and do you monetize right now yes we monetize so we are covering about 50 percent of our costs uh, through uh, through the revenue so we we're more working more like a freemium plan where 95 percent of the users are free five percent of us of the users pay so what, what do they pay for like what is in the paid plan so some of the features are locked right say customization of the invoice read receipt whether your client opened the invoice or not and you know, schedule this invoice for future, etc. So a lot of vanity features. We still want the people to use it, whether they pay us or not. And this is again global. So about today, about thirty-two percent of our audience comes from outside India. And uh, you know, we our growth outside of India is faster than India. So the, ultimately, I think we'll have the, the idea is to create this whole ecosystem for uh, business service providers, right? So you know, SaaS suit payments and networking. And in payments, we are going very strong. We've just started our international payments. So move money from anywhere to anywhere in the world. And in most country combinations, we are the cheapest option. You can bill your client in any country. Like I am in India, I can bill a US client through reference. Yes. And collect payment through reference, whether it's a credit card payment or a bank transfer payment. For the guy paying, it will be like a local bank transfer, and but we'll move the money to India and pay it to you through all legal means, etc. And this is for any country combination. So Vietnamese freelancer can receive money from a us based you know client so that we've, we've done and the idea is to grow this for the next uh, six to eight months very aggressively and then uh, you know raise a larger round where we take the the product you know more international so i think until now whatever international users we are getting it's all organic right a lot of word of mouth growth etc a lot of content marketing going on but that is where we'll go very, very aggressive on marketing. And, As, and, and users from India, how are you acquiring them? Like, so again, content, content marketing, content marketing like, mix of SEO, SEM, word of mouth. right? And we have some very, very popular users. As in, you know, we have some big Bollywood celebrities. We have uh, big YouTube stars. I think the biggest YouTube star today in India is our user. Right? So we get all those kind of... So they use you for, for their invoicing to the brands who like like brands who want them to do placement invoicing and lead management system is what they use us for now the idea is if they can start using us for the networking product the, the idea with networking is you know every freelancer knows other freelancers in the ecosystem and these freelancers actually act like a you know way of getting leads so a designer would generate lead for a, a front-end developer right uh, so right and that is how the whole industry flows so if they can network and look at each other's work on LinkedIn, people are not showcasing their work. People are giving all sides of gyan, which is nice, but you know, work is not being displayed. And when I say work, I don't mean to say that, okay, I'm a CMO of this company. What I mean to say is, this is the project that I did in the last one month. And these are my learnings. These are the tools that I used, etc. And the idea is to become the default 
uh, identity of these business service providers on the internet, whether they use it like reference.com slash naman or naman.com should be the same thing, right? We might end up... So you, you allow that, uh, that white labeling yes, also? Yes, in, in the next three weeks. So it's live for me and my co-founder right now, not for others. Right, so in another three to four weeks, we'll be like... This that. will obviously be a paid feature. Yes, this will right. be a paid feature. This will be a paid feature. And then we'll start competing with likes of Wix and Webflow. And uh, which we'll think, you know, will be the default identity. Uh, what is the current uh, user experience like? So if I'm, let's say, uh, running a service business, what will be my experience when I sign up? What all do I get access to? And, uh, you know, help me understand the product. Okay, so we say bookkeeping system and not an accounting system. Okay, so we think tally is used by your CA to do the compliance related stuff. But as an entrepreneur, you might be creating those invoices and sending out to your client or your sales team doing it. So, or you know, so invoices, quotations, pro forma invoices, those kind of stuff that a sales team or an entrepreneur uses. Uh, record your leads and manage your sales flow. What, what is uh, what does it what is the look and feel like of it? Like when I sign up, so it's like a website app. It's like a website app. Okay, very similar to you know when you look at it at once, it will look like any other uh, bookkeeping tool like QuickBooks or Zoho Books, etc. Okay, just that the experience is inverted. So you start by creating your first invoice and not by signing up. Okay, in that invoice, so you know we think most of the other people who are making such tools, there is a fifteen minutes of onboarding time. Right? You sign up, you create your business, you create your invoice. We start with creating your invoice and then we just ask you to save the invoice. That becomes your user account. The details on your invoice become your business details. Right? So we've just inverted that thing and that is why the friction is very less. And we still think freelancers... when they Plus you're, you're like leveraging that pain point to get a user sign up. Instead of forcing a user to sign up first, you're saying here's the solution. And when they do the solution, use the solution, then that gets created into a sign up. Uh, so I think... Uh, and, but, but so it looks like a, like a tally or a, a fresh books or one of those uh, quick books. So lighter than that, lighter than that. Yeah. As in, you know, first look, obviously, you know, it's like a compliance software, right? So it cannot look much different from their peers. How does it take care of the social element, the showing your portfolio element? I, I would have thought that it would look more like LinkedIn. Like. Those are the things that we're building out. So as I said, we're focusing on the SaaS platform, the, the whole tool suite, and the payments bit for now. Uh, the networking bit will be launching in another six weeks and give ourselves another six months to grow this. But the idea is we already know a lot about who you are working for. We just want you to make that public. So we already have about 25,000 public profiles on the system. Okay, where people are publishing who they've worked up for, you know, and those details, right? And uh, with, we have some insights about, you know, what should be shown on a profile, right? If you look at large agencies, they try to showcase a lot of social signals, right? And they say how many testimonials and who they've worked for, how many years in business, etc. When you talk to a newbie, right, in this industry, they will try to showcase the nuances of their skill set. Now, we think, we think uh, you know, the clients don't, have the understanding or they don't have the intellect to understand your profession right and whether again it's an investment banker or a logo designer right they want to understand who you work for so a portfolio is the first thing you ask right who have you worked for do i know somebody you worked for and that is what we want to showcase on the system and showcase it in a way that can be really comprehended by the potential client Right. Otherwise, it's just a blue link on Just Dial, right? I mean, you look for CAs in Bangalore and you'll get hundreds of pages of Just Dial, right? You don't know one from the another. So, 
uh, I think we are trying to uh, uh, fight that that thing, you know. And if your website has to be, you know, live and updated, it should actually get you more clients, right? Today, that I think uh, even agencies host their own website, the discoverability is very low, completely dependent on Google. And even when they get discovered, they are mostly outdated, right? update You know, we hired a designer here. We created the website. Now we don't know how to update the website. Right? So we are fighting all those stuff where we will nudge you when to update the website, right? And we'll take some hard measures saying we'll, we'll you know, delist you from the discovery system if you don't update your website, right? those kind of stuff. Then there is some CRM system built, being built in where we'll broadcast your work to a lot of other people saying, you know, Akshay is this guy. He does such fantastic work for these companies. Maybe you want to hire them or maybe just you want to just know about them, right? So B2B sales is a lot of about, you know, relation building. Is it like a, do you currently have a, like a, CRM uh, tool live yet or it's uh, in the works? It's in the works. It's in the works. With the whole broadcasting thing and all, that is the thing we are working on. So the profiles as a standalone page is live. One profile is not connected to another. So those are the features that we are now trying to build upon. Hmm. But the CRM tool would be uh, something that I can use as a replacement of say like a pipe drive or... The ultimate idea. Yes, the ultimate idea is that. right? Uh, both, you know, pre-sales like a, uh, like a sales CRM and post sales like a marketing like a marketing CRM where you communicate with your existing clients. So again, the idea is to create that whole ecosystem, uh, do payments for them. When we start doing payments, you know, it opens up a whole new opportunity because again, this audience is somebody who's ignored by the current banking system, right? If you're earning 25,000 rupees as an Infosys employee, you can get a credit card. But as a freelancer, almost impossible, right? So we want to tap into that, you know, get a lot of knowledge about their income, etc. And then build upon tools you know, further on that. And growing, we are, we are growing. It's just that it's, we think now we've, we've cracked something. So we'll, we'll accelerate this. Ah, so what is the pricing like for the paid plan? So it's uh, $30 in India right now, $90 in US annual subscription. $30 kitawa rupee mein? 30, 2,500 rupees. So $30 yeah. per annum. So monthly plans are at about 250 rupees and annual is 2,500. And we keep a... And is sub included like white labeling, uh, accounting, payment. Yeah, so right now, whatever features are there, everything is included in this, but uh, this will start increasing. So the ultimate idea is that we will, in the next one, one and a half years, the average pricing would be $150 per annum. 1,000 rupees a year, you know, 1,000 rupees a month. So $150 per annum. And that would be like our global average. Our global average today is about $50. And uh, you can have like a uh, login for your team members also uh, as a business? Yes, that is still live. Like, is it meant for that size of business also? Yes, yes, yes. You can have different roles, like you can have... Yeah, so that different roles is going live today as we speak. So until now, everyone, were like, so we'd imagined like equal partners logging into the system. But uh, now we are like, you know, different access levels, etc. That will go live today. So we are thinking of this whole journey, right? From a freelancer where you only need a voice generator to now a multi-people sales team, multi-founders, you know, agency of 50 people. We want to be with you throughout that journey, right? So when you are a freelancer, you will not pay us. But, uh, you know, maybe for payments, you know, we'll earn some revenue from you. As you grow, we'll start, you know, we'll, ha we'll have enough tools so that you pay us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this becomes essentially the uh, ERP for small business in a way, service businesses. Yes, yes.
मतलब लीड मैनेजमेंट चाहिए अकाउंटिंग चाहिए मार्केटिंग चाहिए वो सब कुछ लाइक वन स्टॉप शॉप में आपको मिल गया and we are again imagining this in a way that the business owner is the guy using the software right i mean he's the accountant uh, you know and maybe he's also doing his own taxes at times so we'll come to that also and uh, you know without payments uh, payments becomes an important thing you know he shouldn't go to the bank to do payments or you know international payments is a big thing so he shouldn't be doing that uh, you know signing papers etc so trying to solve okay. for that whole then process eventually you would also tie up and offer like loans credit cards uh, all of these things which small business owners need like you could uh, through yes. collaborations start offering the whole suit yes right so we've done some experiments with insurance not a very successful you know experiment i would say because insurance still requires a lot of phone calling etc it's not something that you can sell you know so banner ad but insurance it's a full product hai bhi nahi na matlab ha full product exactly probably credit card would be a bigger credit card full is there, product but there are not enough Uh, you know there are a lot of players there but not of lot of freelancers would qualify for such credit card and the ones that qualify already have like better credit cards from the you know regular banks rather than the new age startups right because they've done jobs at some time and then you know become a freelancer now so you know they still have better credit cards so uh, you know how big do you think this business will get to like you know in terms of do you see it becoming a 100 million revenue like a arr by when march 26 is the target that i have set internally 1 million paying users average giving us about 400 dollars you know about 150 dollars for the saas suit and 250 dollars additional in payments and other stuff so within okay so in payments also you earn some transaction revenue yes. in right? payments we earn transaction revenue we earn higher if you collect payments through credit card and uh, you know there is a uh, revenue to be made in in again lending systems after the payment has come in right and once we start generating leads for you then there is more money to be made and uh, there are other things to see once you capture this audience right this whole ecosystem of freelancers and agencies uh, there are multiple stuff that can be done with them and we think each of these stuff will be like a 50 to 60 million dollar revenue annual revenue but startups are not about that you know startups you know, i i still say to a lot of founders you know you know avoid raising funds as far as possible right i mean maybe the amount of money that the business will make will be same you will just have to share it with more people and maybe you don't want to take all those partners on board right and i can only say this after it's no so you don't lose control actually honestly you know jo log bolte hain na most investors don't even pay attention okay wo ek i don't know, don't know if you followed what happened in india plaza right the day it was started going down the investor directors they resigned right so the founder was on his own so loose control wala cheez i think we have not seen it at least till now okay uh, this was a thing you know i have not even seen with other founders where they say okay i got kicked out of my startup or something these were stories that would happen in 2013 14 15 not now okay it's just that you lose interest of the investor if you if that happens to you then you are in trouble because the next round investor is going to ask you if this current guy is participating or not right or if this current guy is taking enough interest to introduce you to new, new people right so uh, again that's one side but you have to just realize that you know uh, once you get vc funded the journey never ends you have to keep innovating every year come out with new stuff every year and the day you stop doing that on, on internet you die so we've seen what happened with justdial right they never invested in any startup they weren't growing as fast i mean the market was moving in a certain direction a lot of talent comes in in a startup through acquisitions right so they were not doing that now it's almost an insignificant thing right 
Whereas you look at uh, Nokri.com or India Mart, they've been actively investing from their profits, right? So they'll continue to stay. So even if their core business won't grow as fast, right? Or there's not much innovation to be done in the core business. There will still be a strong organization that will be built, right? And the founder's knowledge will still be used in other places to create that enterprise value. I think, uh, but otherwise, if you think there is only a small thing to be done, uh, just stay private, you know, and it's okay to stay private. And, you know, probably you'll make more money than most Bangalore startup founders make, right? This this doesn't come out in the open, right? But uh, I have a I have a good friend based in Ahmedabad, right? He takes some some very serious amount of money, right? Hundred percent owner of the company, very good friends with all these startup founders, right? But and he's actually taken this decision like you know like very consciously, saying I will not raise funds because there is not much to share with with the investor, right? And we don't realize. So I told you my my you know experience with Find Yogi, my price India, right? Had I done this as a personal project, I would have probably made like 10 to 15 lakh rupees every month, right? And I, that's a great amount of money at 23, 24. Uh, but, uh, you know, just because I got into this whole track, TR fundraise, karna hai, new investors, to milna hai, right? And it's a very, very time-taking thing, you know? Uh, as in, in the whole four years journey of, of that startup, I would have spent about one year of energy in fundraising. Because you are in the market, people will ping you, right? And then you want to meet them, right? And Every VC analyst wants to meet you. Or now it's gotten even easier, right? People just do a Zoom call. They don't even need to travel. So you have lesser friction to say no and they have lesser friction to say no. So, but you don't realize that how energy is going in the process. Mein. Right? And I, I, I think only lately I've started saying no to a few meetings. You know, but otherwise I would still get carried away because then it comes as a ray of hope, right? Right? So I think very, very time-taking stuff that you should avoid. And you know it. I mean, in the first meeting, you know, Kiar, what is wrong? You are just trying to convince that guy for no reason. Okay, that guy will not understand because in the same day, he has 10 more meetings. Right. So your attention span is very less, right? In the first five minutes, whether you can explain it or not explain it. And if you're trying to sell a new industry to them, again, a very big problem. Right. So VC money is great. If your your you know business has that potential to actually digest that kind of money, right? Otherwise, uh, I think uh, there was this grocery delivery company after raising Series C, they went out in public saying that we are still trying to figure out our business model. I don't know. I mean, it's tragic or it's funny. I don't know, right? But and this happens with a lot of people. They are just good at raising money. So, but the end outcome is very very sad. You know, people go into depression. They really need like you know medical help after that, right? Or they take up some some job somewhere that they're not happy about, right? In very rare cases, you know, you're just happy. Okay, I tried, I failed. Now let's move on. Right? That's a little rare thing. People leave country, you know, because as a as a face saver. Right? And this all gets accelerated if you are in the limelight, if you are in public, if you raised a lot of money, you know. So I think it should not happen. You know, I mean, just because see the whole startup industry, right? It's actually designed for the VCs. If you look at it, you know, we, we talk about funding news. We don't we really talk about profit news, right? So it's, it's, it's designed for the VCs and rightly so, right? I mean, because they, they have a show to run, they have a business to run for themselves, right? They are the ones sponsoring the media companies, etc. But otherwise, I think, you know, again, uh, it's okay to not raise funds if you, if you can, you know, if your idea is not that big and you still make that much money as, as most founders make, right? And maybe have a more peaceful life, right? But if you think, you know, the idea is as big, then go all in, you know, and, you know, 
If you fail, you fail. It's, it's a great learning thing, right? I mean, I would have been that guy in that tier three college, right? Taking up a job at Wipro, right? And uh, I don't know whether I would have felt good or maybe go back to my dad's business of making sarees. I think this journey just teaches you more than any other kind of work can teach you uh, with or without the VC money, right? As long as you're in the thick and thin of what you're building, it will all be good. If you like the Founder Thesis podcast, then do check out our other shows on subjects like marketing, technology, career advice, books, and drama. Visit thepodium.in, that is T-H-E-P-O-D-I-U-M dot I-N for a complete list of all our shows.